I think hybrid is complicated. I think it's complicated to really figure out how can I be most productive throughout the week and get a good blend of making connections, collaborating, meeting people, but also getting my tasks done as well. And I think that just takes a little bit of time just to figure out the best way of managing your diary and managing your time when you're in the office and at home. Hello and welcome to Unmuted, an original podcast series brought to you by Irish Life. I'm Terry Murphy from the Internal Comms Department. And I'm Emma Dowling from the Future of Work team in Irish Life. And on this month's episode, we speak with Theresa Kilmartin, Chief People Officer for Irish Life Group Canada Life. As CPO, Theresa is responsible for the talent, culture and people strategy for the group. And in this episode, she shared her thoughts with us on our new ways of working, the best parts of returning to the office and her experience of working hybrid so far. This is the final episode of the series. So thank you so much to everyone who has listened and has been part of this with us. We have really, really enjoyed doing it. And if you have any feedback or suggestions for future episodes, we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line, comms at irishlife.ie. But for now, I hope you enjoy this chat with Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Thanks for joining us today. It's great to speak with you. Good to see you too, Emma. I'm wondering if we could start off by just asking you to share some of your reflections on the past two years now that we're more consistently back in the office and working in our hybrid way. Yeah, it's funny, Emma. In some ways, it's amazing how you move on very quickly. And in in some ways, COVID and total remote working nearly feels like it's in the past. Um, I suppose for the last, you know, since after Easter, I've been in and out of the office quite a bit. And I must say I'm loving the blend of being in the office and seeing people and and then getting to stay at home as well. So I'm at home today on a Friday and it's raining outside and I'm quite happy not to be on a bus going to Dublin. (laughs) This is it. Yeah, but I have to say the two years, it was a strange two years, I think, for everybody. Um, And probably a particular time in our lives that we could never have imagined. Um, I think personally for me, I was probably one of the lucky ones because I I was at home here with the family. And to be honest, because I've always been kind of very career focused, I spent more time with the family in the last couple of years than I probably ever did in my working life. Um, And I was lucky that it coincided with my youngest daughter doing her leave insert. And um, and she struggled with COVID. She struggled with leave insert. It just her world was upended. And it was just great to be here Mm -hmm. uh, and to be able to be just in the building kind of, you know, at home uh, rather than in Dublin or being at the end of a phone. So um, so I, I kind of feel very lucky that I got to spend that time with her. Uh, and I think it really helped in terms of getting her through. Uh, and she's partied her way through a year of Limerick um, uh, and she's been at college and she's really enjoying it. So so we've kind of moved on and I think um, it, it, it's been really good from that perspective. But a strange time, I have to say very strange time. Very strange. Now it's nice to feel that we're starting to get some sort of normality back now. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, it was something that that I felt, and I, and I joined Irish Life in the pandemic, so it was it was a strange time to to change jobs. But uh, I have to say, being in the office, I, I've really found it's been brilliant, and I have much more of a connection now with with the building and with the company. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I suppose that word connection is really important. Uh, what, what do you think of when you hear the word connection? Um, again, I suppose 
thinking very personally for me, um, I spent 16 years in Irish life, um, then left for 13 years. So I'm a kind of a boomerang person, came back, but always had a really good connection with the company um, and the people. So so coming back, and as I've said this before on talks that, you know, people said, oh, welcome home. You felt like part of the family. And I had six months of being back in the office before we all went virtual. Um, and I was really thankful for having that six months to kind of just reconnect, meet new people that had come into the organization and have at least that bit of a foundation before we went totally remote. So I kind of think I'm one of the lucky ones from that perspective. But I think that's the special thing about Irish Life. There's a really strong connection. Um, myself and Declan met the pensions committee last week for lunch. And it was amazing, again, how positive those people are and how how kind of connected they still want to feel to the organization. And the fact that as a company, you know, we take it very seriously, um, our ongoing connection with pensioners. So I just think that says something about our culture and about the fact that it is really an organization where people can feel no matter what stage they're at and whatever level they're at or whatever age they're at, that, that there's, you know, value in being in the organization. And recently we've, we've, um, been talking a lot in the business about our three C's, our, about collaboration, community and connection. And I think you've explained connection brilliantly there. And it's certainly something that I've felt, um, over the last, um, over the last year or so. But in terms then of, um, collaboration and the, the office and how important the office is for collaboration, do you have any thoughts around that that you'd like to share? Yeah, I actually think it's an opportunity for us to be better at collaboration. Um, and I think the thing we've always been good at is collaboration within teams. Sometimes we struggle with reaching out beyond our, you know, our immediate team uh, and working closer with other parts of the organization. Um, and I think even the way the office is set up, we have all the nice open spaces. I think our third floor in um, Block D is looks amazing. It's modern. It's it's kind of very inviting. Um, love the name Brooks Yard. I think that's real throwback to the kind of historic background of Irish life. Um, and it just gives us a great opportunity to actually let the magic happen and let different groups meet together um, and bring different perspectives and different ways of, of looking at the world, because I think that's really, really important. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, Brooks Yard is, is an amazing space. It's It's great to get up there. And we had an ambassadors meeting up there uh, recently and it was fantastic just to get to meet people in person who maybe I've only seen on screen. So um, I'm definitely uh, seeing the benefit of that. Um, I suppose I'd like to, I'd like to know what you think about how our three C's are going to guide us through the next phase of hybrid work and helping us embed these new ways of working. I think this goes back to being thoughtful about the time you spend in the office and the time you spend at home. So for me, and, and this, I think we're all trying to figure this one out. So I don't think I don't have the answer here because I know myself, I was incredibly productive when I'm totally at home for five days and felt con- totally in control of my time. But it was quite transactional. You got through loads of tasks, you got through loads of meetings, but you, you know, you were missing that connection and those spontaneous chats with people and, and just meeting up. Um, and I think that's where, you know, building the community, building your community. And again, not just in your immediate team, which is really important. And I love being in Abbey Court and seeing, you know, all our HR and facilities people. It's it's just been great 
feeling of camaraderie, but also I think building beyond that. And again, not getting stuck in our neighborhood, but, you know, feeling free to visit other neighborhoods and, and, and deal with other parts of the organization. And I think that's best done in the office. I think, yes, efficiently, we can have lots of team meetings with lots of different people. And it's, and say it's very efficient because there's no travel time. But it's not quite the same in terms of just making those initial connections, building trust, and, and really just getting people to, to really want to work with you. That's it. And I, I agree. Some things are just better done in person, like yeah. brainstorming sessions. And But, you know, being at home to do focus work is is just fantastic. And having that commute time, I suppose, I, I like yourself, Teresa, I have a long commute. So, um, on the days I'm in the office, uh, I'm actually getting to listen to podcasts that I'm not getting to catch up on. Um, yeah. So there's there's definitely benefits to both. Um, yeah, so but I think I think we all need to. There's a bit of adjusting to do as well, and I think I just think we shouldn't underestimate how much we really need to figure this out because I just I think hybrid is complicated. I think it's complicated to really figure out how can I be most productive throughout the week and get a good blend of making connections, collaborating, meeting people, but also getting my tasks done as well. And I think that just takes a little bit of time just to figure out the best way of managing your diary and managing your time when you're in the office and at home. Uh, And I think we're all just kind of trying to learn that. So I think, again, we all need to consciously be thinking about that and thinking about what's going to work best for us. And um, have you any any sort of hacks or tricks that you've found have helped you be more planful in your week or or even, you know, planning for your month? Is there anything that, you know, you've you've found has worked for you? Oh, I think I'd be lying if I said I did at this stage, because I think I really am trying to work it out from. I mean, if you think about it, we've. We're trying to adapt to lots of things. So even for me, like, what do I bring in my bag in the morning? And let's not. And, and to be honest, it's taken me a while even to remember that I need my, you know, my ID card. I need to have my laptop. You know, where are my headphones? You know, what do I keep in the locker? What do I keep at home? Um, you know, I'm I'm just kind of getting through all of that. And now I'm trying to work through, you know, what meetings do I need to have in the office? What meetings should I have at home? respecting and I don't think we're that good in virtual meetings yet I think we've a way to go in terms of even just building our skills on that and building a muscle around how we do virtual meetings or hybrid meetings well we do virtual very well we do in person well but hybrid is tough because especially for people that are not in the room it's very difficult to just make sure you're keeping people feeling included um and I just don't think we've quite got that yet so um I think we need to really, really work on that. So for me, it's more about being conscious about this is test and learn. We've we've been very open about that and said we don't have all the answers. So we need to to kind of learn as we go and, and probably trial and error a bit too. But I think the key thing then is capture those learnings, sharing them with each other um, so we don't have to figure it all out on our own. Yeah, and um, I think you're so, right. It's yeah. sharing those learnings and sharing the tips and tricks with each other. And actually... Um, having those conversations with your colleagues about what's working for you, what what worked for you, um, I think that's really important. And certainly, um, I've learned stuff from people uh, in the business about how to be prepared for coming in because it is an adjustment. <clears throat> but um, yeah. and I think even in terms of what days of the week you come in as well. So again, uh, uh, you know, when you 
have to interact with lots of different people. For me, if I came in the same two days every week, I'd only meet a certain cohort of people. So I've got to think about, well, how do I get to meet everybody, even within our own team? How do I make sure that I get to see everybody and that I have visibility? So that means at some stage or other, I've got to be in an, you know different days of the week, every week. So you've got to factor that in. Also, I keep getting caught out with us not having travel time. So again, in remote time, you're so used to having literally one meeting backed up against the next. <laughs> and then you go into the office and you go, oh, I actually have to get from block D to block C and uh, mm, hadn't f- factored that in. So <laughs> I keep getting copying late at meetings, which for the last two years, you'd be literally on the button, you'd be there on time because you just flick from one team's meeting to the next. So it's those kind of practical things that was, I think, but I think it just is that bit of adapting and a bit of just getting used to it. And then for me, and I hate to say the less productive days, but it, from a task perspective, I'm kind of factoring in that when I'm in the office, I'm going to be less task productive, but I'd be much more engagement productive. Uh, and then when I'm at home, I can catch up in terms of all the emails or all the stuff that that needs to get through. I can fly through that. So then it's adjusting your diary to cope with that. And that just takes a little bit of thinking through. Just picking up on what you were saying, Teresa, about, you know, um, being more in, engaged in the office and task focused at home. I think that's a good way to look at it. But it is that idea of test and learn. And we're not going to get it right first time and having patience yeah. with that process. I think so. And I think um, I think it's great that we have like our future work ambassadors. We have the future work team and, and we just constantly keep picking up the hints and tips, picking up, look, here's a good idea. This worked really, really well. And I think being open to sharing that with each other, because we are all kind of, that was a bit cliched, but we are on a journey. We are trying to to kind of figure this one out. But I think the good thing for Irish Life is we're actually way ahead of most other organizations. We may not think it, but we are actually in, we're trying things out. You know, we're getting used to the blended way of working. Um, and, and anybody I've come across has been really positive, actually can see the benefits of it. I think, say, you and I am of long commute. So I, mean, I love not having to get up at five o'clock, five days a week. Um, it's just like I have a new life. Um, so, so, and I think it's up to all of us then that especially are the people that are absolute advocates of hybrid working to make sure it works both for ourselves, but also for the organization and our customers and our team. So so I think we're all in this together in terms of personal responsibility of really making sure we can make this work for everybody. Absolutely. And it really does give us the best of both worlds, you know, the ability yeah. to be at home and to be in the office with our colleagues and have that social life that was missing for those two years. You know, yeah. um, it, it's it's a really positive thing. Um, I'm wondering um, on, you know, in terms of future of work and future work trends, are there any that you see emerging at the moment or any and, and what would they mean for Irish life? I think, again, people are still in that convince me hybrid will work. So I think you you have people on both ends of the scale. I think in some organizations are saying, oh, we don't need offices. We can go totally remote and that's fine. And you have the other end of the scale. We're saying, no, I want people back five days a week. Um, and I think we're in a good place kind of in the middle because personally, I don't believe that total remote is actually the way to go because I think, again, back to that, you know, sense of community, collaboration, connection, that's so important. And it's so much what Irish life is, what, so, what Irish life is known for 
um, and where I think we really major over a lot of other companies that I would hate to lose that as part of what we can offer for, for people. So, so for me, that's really important that we keep that as central to everything, but that we also then work through the flexibility of, of, of letting people work from home as well. Um, it's, it's just that blend I think could work. It could, could be really, really powerful. So really flexibility for both employers and employees is going to be a key trend in the next. And I think then from a leadership perspective, then I I think the trends are more around trust, you know, so trust becomes a very key value. So if you're in a hybrid world and you can't actually see people, so that whole old kind of command and control and I need to see people to be able to manage them, that's kind of gone by the wayside. I mean, we've had two years and people have been brilliant. They've been so productive and and people have just got on with stuff. And I think our staff and Irish life have been amazing. So I think for leadership, that's given confidence to say, actually, you know what? We can loosen the reins a bit here. We can, you know, trust people to be responsible and and to work without that kind of heavy layer of supervision. Um, and I think that's really really positive. And and I think that's what um, I think that's what people are going to be looking for in organisations going forward. So again, um, we all know about it's a very tight talent market, especially in Dublin. And then you hear the TikToks are coming in, and you know we've got all these big global names. So that's huge competition for us in terms of attracting top talent. So you know it's up to us to make sure we are a you know a progressive, flexible organisation that trusts people to do good work in the best place for them. Um, and and I think that's. That's going to be more and more the trend going forward. I think also for our people leaders, I think hybrid is difficult though as well. So, you know, trust is absolutely paramount, but but there is something logistically about trying to manage big teams and who's in, who's out, you know, and even just in terms of, you know, getting that cohesion, making sure you're giving a good service, good consistent service to your customer. Like that's not without its complications as well. So I think we also need to acknowledge that there's a lot of hard work that has to go into actually making this work, especially for our customers. That's really interesting, Teresa. So you mentioned flexibility and trust. Are there any other trends then that you think will um, affect Irish life? I think um, if you'd asked me two years ago how we would interact with customers, I'd have always said face-to-face, it's very important that we have that personal connection with customers. But if you think about in the last two years, we've absolutely pivoted onto, you know, online, you know, kind of sales calls with people, um, giving them advice over, you know, over kind of Teams calls. And, and actually, if you think about it from a customer point of view, that's hugely convenient. A, they don't have to go into an office to meet you. They don't, you don't have to go into their homes. Um, and you are in their homes virtually, I suppose, but they've still got that level of privacy. So it's just so much more efficient and so much more flexible in terms of the time that you can, you can meet them. So I think that's been a, a real trend forward. Uh, and also, if you think about it from a recruiting point of view, if you'd asked me two years ago, would you hire a CEO virtually? I just said absolutely no chance. But in the last two years, we've hired quite a number of really senior people across Europe. And I'm only getting to meet them in person in the last couple of months. So thankfully, we haven't made any mistakes and we've hired some brilliant people. But again, we, we did that online. And um, if I think about it, I suppose we had to trust our own instincts and our own judgment that we could do that because otherwise you were shutting up shop for two years and you just couldn't do that. So we found ways around coping with whatever's been thrown at us. And I think we all, um, myself included, all of us 
upskilled with the virtual world and the online world so quickly that, you know, pivoting online and doing things digitally is, you know, it's starting to become easier for people. It's not as alien now to have video calls with people as it once was. Well, I'd have been a complete dinosaur. And again, when I came into Irish life for the second time, I mean, I was doing conference calls. And if I think now about doing a conference call, I think, oh, that's weird and old fashioned. But that was only a couple of years ago. And you have these kind of voices in the air. You couldn't see people. You couldn't get the body language. You didn't really know what. And you felt totally disconnected in terms of the meeting. And, you you know, move on two years and now we can see people, we can see their interactions um, and it's a much more positive experience. So, again, it's amazing what we have done uh, in the last few years that we really wouldn't have envisaged a couple of years ago. And that was the final interview of our series. Thank you so much to Teresa Kilmartin and everyone that we spoke to along the way for this series. And thank you so much to everyone who got in touch and sent emails with lovely feedback and comments and told us that they were really enjoying it. If you have any additional feedback or ideas for future episodes, please do definitely get in touch with us, comms at irishlife.ie. But for now, thank you so much for listening and for being a part of this with us. And we will speak soon. Bye.